Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So here's the thing, blockbuster movies just seem to be getting longer and longer, with many of them frequently testing the bloody patience of audiences all around the world. Now it's all well and good to have your movie run for over two hours if the story is enough to keep people invested, but far too many big budget studio projects these days feel like they drag on for an eternity. So I'm not going to waste your time and get on with this list, as I'm Jules, this is WhatCulture.com, and these are 10 movies that were too bloated for their own good. Number 10. King Kong It may have been necessary when it came to the Lord of the Rings trilogy, but Peter Jackson's subsequent filmography has shown that the Academy Award-winning director likes his films to be long, really long. While the Lovely Bones and the Hobbit trilogy would have benefited hugely from a more judicious edit to trim some of the excess fat from their narratives, Jackson's remake of King Kong is by far the most serious offender, a very, very extended love letter to the 1933 classic that is almost twice as long as the original, clocking in at a butt-numbing and completely unnecessary 187 minutes. But here's the question, why? It hits almost the exact same plot beats as before, but it takes its sweet time in doing so. Epic in both the best and worst sense, the first act drags like hell before the story reaches Skull Island. From there, the action scenes are strong, but the character moments are frequently slow and ponderous, and it seems as though the director is only indulging his own love for the original movie. 2005's King Kong could easily lose about 40 minutes and be a much better film as a result. Number 9. Bad Boys 2 With Bad Boys 2, Michael Bay essentially became a parody of himself, and you know what, he hasn't looked back since. Forget the Transformers franchise, the 2003 action sequel is the single most Michael Bay thing to ever have Michael Bayed. Unnecessary convoluted plot? Check. Paper-thin characters? Check. Awful attempts at humour? Check. Casual misogyny? You best believe that's a check. And a running time that drags on half an hour too long? Oh yeah, it's there. All of Bay's trademarks are present and accounted for, and while it would be fair to say that Bad Boys 2 is a bit of a mess, it's actually one hell of a guilty pleasure for genre fans as well. Multiple shootouts, cars being thrown at other cars, dead bodies being run over, the destruction of an entire Cuban mansion, the levelling of a hillside shantytown and a landmine-filled trip to Guantanamo Bay are par for the course in this absolute gonzo sequel that throws everything humanely possible at the screen with precisely zero given. All of this makes what might be just the most over-the-top thing Michael Bay of all people has ever put to screen, and that is saying something. Number 8. Kingsman The Golden Circle 
Kingsman The Golden Circle is the typical blockbuster sequel that decides more is actually more, and then runs the very things that made the original so fresh into the bloody ground. There's no denying that Matthew Vaughan's follow-up boasts plenty of style, but by the time the credits roll you'll feel pummeled into submission rather than feeling overly entertained. At a way too long 141 minutes, The Golden Circle is overindulgent to say the bloody least, and dials virtually every aspect of the first movie up to 11 with decidedly lesser results. Remember Mark Hamill's one-scene role as a token celebrity cameo? Now you have Elton John essentially playing a supporting part in a hit-and-miss running gag. Did you like how Kingsman ended on a butt-sex joke? Well, here's an entire scene based around fingering, and not the instrumental kind. Samuel L. Jackson's villain was squeamish, Julianne Moore's antagonist literally turns people into burgers. Even bringing Colin Firth back from the dead and using amnesia as an excuse is just infuriatingly lazy writing. Thankfully, a lot of lessons were learned for the recent Kingsman, because all of that fat, well, that was cut off entirely. Number 7. The Matrix Reloaded In following up a groundbreaking movie that captured the cultural zeitgeist and became embedded in the public consciousness almost immediately, The Matrix Reloaded came burdened with a lot of pressure and a lot of expectation. While the Wachowskis' follow-up succeeds on the action front, the story surrounding it is where Reloaded falls flat. The narrative hook of The Matrix was genius in its simplicity. What if our world wasn't real? In an attempt to expand upon that idea, the writer-director siblings opt to pile on layers upon layers of mind-numbing exposition that sort the franchise come perilously close to disappearing up its own ass. No, we do not want to see an extended rave in Zion, now regarded as one of the most cringeworthy scenes in cinematic history. Nobody gives a shit about the Merovingian and his dry monologues. And as for the architect, well, you know what? F*** that guy. The Matrix became a classic because it balanced cutting-edge effects and incredible action scenes alongside its deeper philosophical ideas and inspirations from multiple genres. Reloaded boasts strong set pieces, but by doubling down on its exposition and psychobabble, it comes off as more pretentious than anything else. Number 6. Transformers The Last Night For the third time in a row, Michael Bay proclaimed that this would be his final Transformers movie as director. Thankfully, he was finally telling the truth, because after watching The Last Night, it's hard to fathom just how the franchise could possibly become any more convoluted. His first Transformers is by far the best in the series, because it focuses on a pretty straightforward boy and his car narrative, albeit one that features giant alien robots kicking the living daylights out of one another. From there, the mythology only continued to get more nonsensical, with The Last Night really taking the biscuit. For a movie that opens with the revelation that the Transformers gave an assist to King Arthur on the battlefield in the year 484, it's almost impressive that it gets even more stupid from there. Drowning in a sea of exposition as the narrative reaches breaking point, we discover about different orders that include everyone from Sir Isaac Newton to Stephen Hawking via Shia LaBeouf. There's also a throwaway gag about an Autobot that killed Hitler and the revelation that the token female lead character is actually an important plot device in waiting. Who'd have thought? You could cut a lot of this film and it still wouldn't be a good film, but it would be a shorter film and that is better. Head over to Hulu this March where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie Poor Things starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Number five, The Mummy. If ever there was a guide on how not to establish a cinematic universe, then The Mummy is probably it. Trying to set the world record for the 100 meters before it could even walk, this Tom Cruise vehicle may have managed the unique distinction of being both the start and the end of Universal's dark universe in one fell swoop. Rebooting the studio's iconic stable of monsters as star-driven fantasy blockbusters always seemed like a pretty strange creative route to take. And right from the opening scene, the audience is bombarded by Russell Crowe explaining in painstaking detail that things have happened that things are happening and that things will happen. We get it, it's a cinematic universe. Instead of focusing on delivering a crowd-pleasing blockbuster that will genuinely make people want to see where the franchise is headed, The Mummy instead looks three movies ahead and packs the narrative with plot points, easter eggs, and references about what's in the future, which massively affects the quality of this movie. It was foolish of the creative team to simply assume that people gave a flying toss about the shared mythology without giving them a reason to invest over the course of The Mummy's 110 minutes, and between them, the six credited writers failed to find a single reason to interest people in the potential of a dark universe. Number 4. Iron Man 2 Iron Man 2 marked Marvel Studios' first major creative misstep. The success of the original in 2008 and subsequent post-credits cameo from Nick Fury showed that audiences were receptive to the idea of an interconnected series of blockbuster movies, but John Favreau's sequel made the mistake of putting too many eggs in one basket, leading to an underwhelming and, let's face it, inferior follow-up. S.H.I.E.L.D.'s increased presence in the story is little more than heavy-handed foreshadowing, especially when it comes to the revelation that Tony Stark's father was a founding member of the organization and the subsequent yet painfully obvious reveal that Stark's new assistant is actually the undercover Black Widow. And almost a decade later, they even retconned the brief appearance of that small child into being a young Peter Parker. The MCU has since learned from the mistakes of Iron Man 2 and allowed the mythology to develop in a more organic fashion, but at times it feels that this second installment was nothing more than a setup for the movies that lay in the studio's immediate future rather than the continued adventures of Robert Downey Jr.'s charismatic hero. Number 3. Spider-Man 3 Spider-Man 3 isn't the absolute shit show that many corners of the internet proclaim it to be, but it is very much a huge disappointment of a conclusion to Sam Raimi's trilogy, and one that bears all the fingerprints of studio interference. In the years since, it has become the reference point for blockbusters that stuff too many villains into the plot. Raimi has been vocal about how both Venom and Gwen Stacy were inserted into the story at the request of the producers, and that their inclusions do nothing but weigh down a narrative that is already bursting at the seams. The addition of this symbiote results in some of the movie's worst elements, with a woefully miscast Topher Grace and Peter Parker's dark side manifesting as an emo makeover and some terrible dance moves make for some particularly low points. As for Gwen, you could remove her altogether and it wouldn't make an ounce of difference to the final product. And remember, this was on top of a plot that already had to cover up Peter discovering Uncle Ben's killer was actually the Sandman all along, Harry Osborn trying to murder Spider-Man as revenge for the death of his father, before getting amnesia and ultimately finding out that he wasn't responsible after all, Peter and Mary Jane's breakup and the resulting love triangle that followed, and then Harry's death and redemption arc, and Sandman's admission of guilt over Ben's death and subsequent forgiveness. No wonder Art May got no screen time here. Number 2. Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End 
Many modern franchises seem to operate under the assumption that there is no such thing as too much mythology, and the Pirates of the Caribbean series has been particularly guilty of this, so much so that the original trilogy closer chapter at World's End tries to juggle so many desperate plot threads that it becomes virtually incomprehensible as a result. Trying to unravel the plot of Gore Verbinski's threequel is enough to cause migraines, simply because there is so much going on that it's nearly impossible to follow. There's the East India Trading Company's quest to eradicate piracy, the return of Captain Barbosa, a journey to Singapore, the quest to rescue Jack Sparrow from Davy Jones's locker, the shared history between Jones himself and Calypso, Will Turner's attempts to liberate his father from the Flying Dutchman, the Brethren Court, the Pirate King, not to mention the myriad of double and triple crosses that come along the way. By this point, the Pirates franchise had become so dense that it almost ceased to be entertaining anymore. Unbelievably, the fourth and fifth installments didn't even learn from these mistakes and just kept piling on the plot points, and it's a minor miracle that the entire thing hasn't collapsed in on itself. Well, not yet anyway. And number one, Batman vs. Superman Dawn of Justice. For years, the prospect of Batman and Superman facing off on the big screen had been a dream for many a comic book fan, and yet, when they finally got it, many were left disappointed by the way the entire thing was handled. Man of Steel rebooted Superman for a new generation of audiences, but there was little indication given at the time that it would serve as the starting point for DC's own shared cinematic universe. As a direct result, Batman vs. Superman had to do so much world-building that it was barely a Man of Steel sequel at all and more of a 151-minute advert for the wider DCEU. To say that Zack Snyder's superhero epic had too much going on would be a massive understatement. It would have been much simpler if the plot had focused solely on a strong introduction for Ben Affleck's Batman and the subsequent conflict between the two iconic characters. Instead, the story was absolutely loaded to the brim, much to the detriment of the final product. As well as the returning cast from Man of Steel and the debut of the DCEU's Dark Knight, the movie also introduced Wonder Woman, Lex Luthor, Mercy Graves, Doomsday, Aquaman, The Flash, Cyborg, and a brief and unpopular Jimmy Olsen cameo with hints towards the bloody Joker, leaving the whole thing feeling completely overstuffed. Whatever your opinions are on the DCEU, it can't be denied that Batman v Superman simply tried to do too much and tried to do it way too soon. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. The number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, Autobotulinum Toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or 
or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.